Welcome to Hoping Forward, God's Stories in Every Day. I'm your host, Lori Whitney, and I hope you are encouraged by the stories you hear about God working in the lives of everyday people just like you. If you enjoy what you hear, please share it with others that might need some of that inspiration and encouragement as well. I do hope that if you enjoy it, that you will follow us, that you will share, and that you will rate and review. You also have the opportunity to send a voice message through the anchor link in the show notes and to follow us on Facebook at Hoping Forward Podcast. Enjoy! If you know me in real life, you know I am a planner. I thrive in structure and control, and living outside of that is hard for me. In 2019, God decided he wanted me to work on that and come to a place where I could give him total control and trust. He had been placing a big dream in my heart since my first Hope Hills camp experience in 2017 but nothing concrete had yet come to be. The dream was to open a coffee shop or some kind of venue to employ adults with disabilities and also give them a fun place to hang out. I had worked eight and a half years in the U.S. office of the same company I had taught with in China for 10 years. And I talked a bit about that and my experience in China on previous episodes. Since the dream had started, I had become more and more dissatisfied with my job. There were also some changes happening that were making me feel that it was time for me to move on. My mom passed away in January of that year, and I had spent some time away from work helping my dad When it was time to go back, I really didn't want to. I felt like it might be time to leave. I talked to God a lot about what I was feeling, and finally, toward the end of February, I decided to be like Gideon and ask God for a fleece. If you want to read Gideon's whole story, you can see that at Judges chapter 6, verses 11 to 40. So in Gideon's story, God called him to rise up and free Israel from the control and persecution of Midian. Gideon was understandably afraid and uncertain. He felt extremely unqualified for the task he was being given. He was, however, brave enough to go to God and ask for proof that this was really what his plan was. And I'm going to read to you Judges 6, verses 36 to 40, that talk about Gideon asking for that fleece. Gideon said to God, If you will save Israel by my hand, as you have promised, look, I will place a wool fleece on the threshing floor. If there is dew only on the fleece, 
and all the ground is dry, then I will know that you will save Israel by my hand, as you said. And that is what happened. Gideon rose early the next day. He squeezed the fleece and wrung out the dew, a bowl full of water. Then Gideon said to God, Do not be angry with me. Let me make just one more request. Allow me one more test with the fleece. This time, make the fleece dry and the ground covered with dew. That night, God did so. Only the fleece was dry. All the ground was covered with dew. I guess I can take some solace in the fact that I only asked for one fleece from God. My prayer was that if God really wanted me to leave my job, he would show me an opportunity or a space for the coffee shop by March 1st of 2019. On February 28th, the owner of a small bake shop reached out to me telling me that she was closing and that she'd heard about the coffee shop and what I wanted to do and she wanted to know if I was interested in taking her her space over for the coffee shop. This later fell through, but at that time it was my prayer answered and I saw it as a release from my job kind of permission to step out. I told my leaders at work that I would finish out the cycle of our work and leave in the summer. Another big confirmation that came was that I felt no fear or anxiety at any point. I was stepping out of my good steady job with pay and benefits and not going into any certainty. I'd never left a job before without knowing what I was going into next. Like I said, I'm a planner, but on August 2nd, 2019, I was a planner without any plan, and it didn't hurt or scare me. At Hope Hills Camp, a couple of weeks before my job ended, Someone asked what life-giving decision I had made recently. With no hesitation, my response was, I quit my job. I don't think I'd realized just how life-giving that was at the time. In August, I also joined a new small group at church, and that was a huge blessing because it gave me the social connections I needed since those had previously come from my work friends and colleagues. This group has been so encouraging and supportive the whole time. They have been prayer warriors for me and never questioned what I felt God was calling me to do. Several times, someone in the group has shared a scripture that she believed the Lord wanted her to give me. Amazingly, these Bible verses would often come to be very meaningful to me and ones that I would cling to over the next months. 
So not having a job to go to every day was very hard at first. I still had to get my daughter up and off to school. Keep in mind, this was still pre-pandemic. But then, I just wasn't sure how to fill my hours. I decided to be very intentional with my time and started journaling, reading, and listening to God-focused podcasts. The more I focused on God, the more satisfied and content I was. I also looked for opportunities and chances to share my vision. I garnered lots of support and encouragement, but not much movement on making it a reality. God was so faithful to me at that time. He proved over and over that I could trust him and that I didn't need to worry. He made my last two-week paycheck from my job last for two months. It wasn't until October of that year that I had to start drawing from savings to pay our bills. When I moved my savings over from my bank to earn more interest in my retirement account, I was able to keep taking money out every month to pay bills and not deplete the account. It just really didn't go down much at all. I was also able to receive food stamps to help cover bills, and I hadn't even intended to apply for them. I think I shared that in a previous episode, but I'll explain a little bit more here too. I had heard that Sarah, my daughter, was qualified would qualify for a small amount of of food stamps because of her SSI. Um and that's supplemental security income that comes because a person is disabled and over 18. So I went to the Department of Family and Children's Services and tried to apply for her to get whatever she was supposed to receive. And when I was doing it, there wasn't a way for me to take me out of the application and just apply for her. So I went and talked to the lady at the window after I finished the application on the computer. And I told her that she probably just needed to trash that application that it wouldn't let me take myself out, which she explained was because Sarah was not 21 or 22. I forget what which age. So it had to include me. But then she looked at the information and she said, but you're not working? How are you paying your rent and your other bills just from her social security or her SSI. And I told her that I was paying it out of savings that I had. And that's why I didn't believe I'd qualify. And she said, well, she asked how much I had. And I told her, she said, well, we really don't count that against you. 
so let me leave it in the system and we'll see. Well, a few days later, I got a call asking me more questions, but then at the end of the call, the lady said, you qualify completely. And um, so we were able to receive those for all of 2020. Um, and it actually, the money in the account actually didn't run out until this year, until 2022. So it lasted a long time, um, even longer than it should have. And I will confess that at first, getting that was hard for me. I I didn't feel like I should get it. I didn't feel like I deserved it. And I let my pride kind of get in the way. Um, and when I was spending time with God, he really convicted me that it was a pride issue and that that was sin. And that God had told me that he was going to take care of me and Sarah and that I didn't have to worry. And this was his way of doing it. And I shouldn't feel bad about it. I shouldn't reject it. I should accept his gift. So I did. God was faithful, but I still begged him to get the coffee shop going so that I would have my structure. And then COVID came into the picture. Everything shut down. Sarah was home from school all day. Her anxiety was super high, and I was tremendously thankful that I hadn't started a new business, especially one like that only to have it fall apart during lockdown. Proof again that God's timing is so much better than mine. My waiting time with God would last a full year. I'm not going to lie, that year was hard. Not having a job that I could depend on and could be a way to define me was hard. But through that year, I learned so much. I learned that God is completely trustworthy and will take care of me and Sarah in any situation he has called me into. I learned that my primary identity and the only one that matters is child of God. I learned that we don't need a big paycheck to be content and satisfied. And most importantly, I learned that the God of the universe and creator of all wants a deep relationship with me. At the end of my waiting year, God brought me a new and unexpected opportunity. But that is another God story. What is God calling you to do? 
What is he saying to you in your satisfaction or dissatisfaction? If he has placed something on your heart, he will be faithful to walk with you through all the scary parts and will equip you for his purpose. Step out. Test him. Trust him. I promise it will be the best thing you ever do. Thank you again for listening to this episode of Hoping Forward, God's Stories in Every Day. I'm Lori Whitney, and I really appreciate you listening. I appreciate all comments or messages. You can comment or send me a private message on the Facebook page, Hoping Forward Podcast. Or you can send a voice message here through the Anchor app. I will put a link in the show notes for both of those. I would love to hear from you. I'd love to hear how God has worked in your life. And if you're interested in being interviewed for a future episode of this podcast, I would love to hear your story. So message me and let me know. And I hope that you were encouraged by this episode and that you are able to notice places in your life where God has been at work because he does work in the lives of all of us. Until next time, I hope you have a wonderful and blessed life.